From New York City, the Comedy Cellar and Rethink Production present Live from America Podcast. We will make America great again. How about new, you crazy Dutch bastard? Live from America Podcast. I have a dream that one day this nation will rise up, live out the true meaning of its creed. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created. No, 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 no. Excuse me. Just so you understand. We can't be the stupid country anymore. Live from America podcast. I believe we can keep the promise of our founding. The idea that if you're willing to work hard, it doesn't matter who you are or where you come from or what you look like or where you love. It doesn't matter whether you're black or white or Hispanic or Asian or Native American or young or old or rich or poor, able, disabled, gay or straight. You can make it here in America if you're willing to try. It's just words, folks. It's just words. This is Live from America Podcast with Noam Dorman and Haddon Gab. Good evening and welcome to Live from America Podcast from the Comedy Cell in New York City. And uh, thank you for listening to this podcast, not the other shithole podcasts all over the world. Uh, so we have a lot to talk about, right? Uh, first, let me introduce our guest, uh, comedian Modi. Hello. Hello. Welcome, uh, comedian Tony Dare. Hello. Comedian Depot. Hello. How you doing? <laughs> and Mr. Josh Epstein. Uh, Hello. I'm not going to able to say the rest and they're going to make fun of me, but he is a professor. Epidemiology. At NYU, I love him already. Uh, and he's one of the inventors of agent-based uh, modeling uh, and founded sender at NYU. So welcome to the show. Thanks. Let me read, look, can I just read that myself? I have no idea what it means, but... Can you read it again, Tony? Hold on. Why? You don't, I, th- I, you don't I, believe in me? Do you have remedial studies at NYU? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> uh, okay. I, I thought it was something else. He, uh, he's one of the inventors of agent-based modeling. That's what I said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was uh, something Asian-based. That's what I thought. Too. I was all excited. Like, I, like, I, 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 Ford. I love Asian models. Like Ford. Like Ford, Wilhelmina, and all those, I right? got scared when they heard. Uh, no, we say models, Modi's in quotes, but go ahead. Go and ahead, and go founded ahead. centers at NYU and Johns Hopkins on the subject. Okay. Do you really have to I, say it that fast, like, to embarrass me? Sorry. Right. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's fine. Okay. And he's funny, and he's great. Agent- yeah. Based. We're not, we're Agent not, yeah. based, yeah. It's artificial societies of software people, and we grow all kinds of stuff. Revolutions, migrations, economic depressions, plagues. It's a whole way of modeling social dynamics on computers. It's like, uh, what, SimCity or whatever that is. It's kind of SimCity, but scarier. <laughs> <laughs> so let, let, let's start with the news. How about, um, let's talk about the shithole uh, countries. Did you model? Did you model for that? Can you model Haiti with any kind of uh, optimistic outlook for the next thousand years? See why? 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 Why did you pick Haiti from all the shithole countries? That was. Um, why did I pick Haiti? Yeah, because the only country he mentioned specifically. He said Africa too. Is that a country? He think it is. So let's not give him. That I think he does think Africa is a country. He doesn't really do think, think Africa is a. He doesn't think Africa is a country. He doesn't. So no. more, uh, let, sure about that? Uh, let's okay. talk about pro uh, Trump. Uh, to, to pro Trump. Not, first. We have a man here. Look, can, we have, can we talk to the guest, please? Yeah. Uh, that, yeah, not yeah. often we get a, a, a real intellectual yeah, here. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> first, <laughs> of, <laughs> first of all, tell us this. The um, you're, so you're modeling. Tell us a little bit more. So you and how and how does this? Obviously, you from these models, you want to learn something predictive about the world 
the real world, correct? Predictive or explanatory. Okay, right? so distinguish between those. Give us know? some. What 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 kind of insights have you gotten from your work that would be interesting? Yeah, give some well, I mean, we have some not, lots of good models that uh, reconstruct these big pandemics, things like this. So you can get all sorts of interesting ideas about how to prevent them. I mean, like the flu, the flu, the flu that's yeah, going on. Pandemic now. flu, uh, Zika. SARS, all these other things. So we design these artificial, you know, we build these artificial epidemics, calibrate them to real epidemics, and then say, you know, if you intervene in this way or that way, you might be able to cut the thing off. Okay, can I ask, I have I to had ask Zika. you this question. <laughs> yeah, you, you had Zika? I, th I think I did, yeah, go ahead. Um, I went to Brazil. But you're not... Uh I'm not pregnant. Pregnant, so you're cool. Uh, <laughs> you see what they're doing in Grand Cayman? How they're 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 doing to the mosquitoes? What they're making them so they can't uh, can't breathe. They're doing a selective sort of so, so, evolution so, thing. Yeah, they're doing like a like a Jurassic Park thing. So doesn't that's the only Caribbean island with no Zika? Interesting. Grand well, I Cayman. I don't know, but the the epi epidemiology is part of it. But the but the bigger picture is uh, these artificial societies. Just for hot tens, for yeah, hot yeah, yeah. sake, can you say what ep epidemiology means? Epidemiology. <laughs> That's like after a woman gives birth. Study, of, study of epidemic dynamics. Study okay. of epidemics. Okay, but ahead. it could be contagions of all kinds: contagious violence, financial panic, mm -hmm. all the crazy stuff people do. I mean, the idea really is to develop a social science. Mm -hmm. Based on a credible picture of uh, the individual, right? With all the shortcomings that humans have. So they are driven by emotions they may not even know about. Conformity, they may be uh, conformists without knowing about it. They have some degree of rationality, but it's not the perfect rationality that economics and game theory imagines. So if you're trying to understand really uh -huh. collective behavior, bad collective behavior, genocide, all these other things, you need. Well, when you, you need say a, genocide is bad behavior, who, who is the who's the victim? <laughs> who's the victim? Well, we ha don't you need to know? Anyway, go ahead. No, I take your point. No. But the point is, I take so, your so point. So does he? <laughs> but the idea is, uh, I had no problem. Build build a social science that's based on a credible picture of the human. That's and amazing. Make it, make it be a and and do you do the, do you do computer coding? Yeah. You code in, yeah. in, in like C++ or uh, uh, Java, C++. Java. No showing off. Nice, nice. No one's showing Because you're the only one that knows yeah. what, what are we talking about. Uh, you know, my, my kids are in first grade. They know about this. Anyway, um, I'm kidding. But but, but, but <laughs> people, people, this is, listen, I'm not showing off. This Unbelievable. I was, I was just thinking to sign up for first grade I'm again. Kind of, <laughs> I, I, I'm Billy I'm nonstop yeah, yeah, yeah. impressed by the guests that no, you he, guys get for the show here. It's unbelievable. I, I, I've done some... I've done a little bit of computer coding in my life. Like I wrote a lot of the, the, our reservation system that's online in PHP and MySQL and stuff like that. Wow. The idea of, of taking oh, my little there. knowledge and then modeling for the human race and, and how they're going to behave. What kind of, I mean, there's so many, uh, you know, uh, logic, how does that work? I mean, in a way that maybe someone doesn't program computers could understand. Can you explain how do you make a model for populations and and their the decisions they might make, it seems I mean, we try to, seems impossible. Uh, it's tricky. I mean, I got to say, it depends on the problem, right? I mean, if you're interested in you know a pandemic flu spreading from Asia across the planet, there's not that much decision making. You know, it's right. really who did you bump into and did they sneeze on you? And if they sneezed on you, did you get the bug and did you pass it on? And we can model the contact dynamics pretty well. We know all about where people go and airlines and their itineraries. We got a complete New York model, seven and a half million software people moving around the city. Wow. Uh, 
You know, and we have pretty good data on where they go and how far they are from their job and where they, if they walk across some Zika mosquito infested yeah, yeah, yeah. swamp. You, you have know. gay bars in that model? <laughs> For the tr- we have, uh, we have, we have every, every kind of sexual transmission, yeah. Is it different? So all of that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so does Modi. You know, anyway, same language. Uh, <laughs> I was sitting right there, Anna. <laughs> but so, really? sometimes, sometimes the best models are just toys. Sometimes the best models are toys that just try to get at the really fundamental dynamics of the thing and show that, you know, if there's a small change in behavior, it might have system-wide ramifications. So the, now you sound like Modi's mother. But that's the idea on, the, on these things. But it's, go, it's also for all kinds of political and other behavior. I yeah. mean, it's, and, and the coolest thing about these agents, the recent agents that I've been building, are that, you know, they can do stuff in groups that they'd never think of doing alone. And they can even lead the group into actions that they would never do alone. For instance, lynch mobs, My Lai massacre, uh, financial panic, dysfunctional health behaviors, stuff like this. So would it work with terrorism? Sorry? Would it work with terrorism? Yeah. I mean, I I tried to do that, but yeah. yeah. Have you ever tried to do a zombie so, apocalypse? Zombie apocalypse? <laughs> I have to. I have to you ask have you a question. Okay, I, the, I, I, have a question the, I have a question for the group on, sure. uh, on the terrorism thing. How do you actually go about joining these things? Is it like going? Is it like you have a terrorist aptitude no, test? He can talk. How do you? How do you ask Adam? You that. came to the right <laughs> place. I'm asking, I'm asking. You have like he a fallback and a safety school. No, no, it's very. No, I'm asking. Are you willing to wear a vest? I'm asking. Willing to wear a vest? Yeah, it's it's really simple. It's kind of like tender. No, no, swipe right. I'm just asking. No, no, Joe. The guy was waitlisted at Hamas, but got in. You know, early. What do you mean? Some other thing. What do you mean? Tell him. Why would I know? Well, You're me, obviously the yeah. guy who knows. Let, yeah. me, let me ask you his question in a, in, a, in a way that maybe can help you answer it, but you don't have to answer it this way. If you wanted to become a terrorist, yeah. based on your experience, that's different than ours. Yeah. Would you know how to undertake to do that? Yeah. Would, uh, what would you do? Is there a mosque you would go to? Do you have some friends who you know have a friend? Do you know, I don't know anybody. You know, some dark. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I mean, <laughs> Do you need letters of reference? Go yeah. Knock on the door tonight. <laughs> need a recommendation? Oh, I've seen him blow stuff up. He's yeah, good. Yeah. He gets away quickly. Well, what, I do you mean, I what mean, do you do? I, it's not like, I think you contact, um, you can contact them online. You know, that's what I heard. That the Allegedly. Yeah. 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 Uh, you know, uh, that's what, what the girls I on still, English. still has an AOL email address, but you wouldn't think. ISIS at AOL.com? But how do you, yeah. how do you demonstrate that you're qualified, that you're an interesting candidate? Well, they're not, not really going to you know. care if you're real. They're going to tell you, take this bomb <laughs> and go blow yourself. So there's there's no really to test yourself there. Up. Yeah. You sound yeah. 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 <laughs> so, Marty wants to be a terrorist. <laughs> 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 not like Scaramucci. Now you're back to Scaramucci. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. So, so you can build a model for, for terrorism? You think? He, I, you you, you can't answer his question? Yeah, I mean, fanatical behavior. But I'm asking you the practical question. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, to, to join a ter- it depends, I guess, which uh, terrorist group. Is it ISIS? Is it Al-Qaeda? Is it... The IRA. What Whatever you want. Whichever one. No, because uh, everyone has... A, we have models, too, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so you've so, tried so these Al- places. Al- you know, they have different You're not going to get a straight answer Al- out of this guy. No. Yeah, of course you're going to get an answer. Okay. I'm just scared, you know? Uh, so uh, Al Qaeda, for example, they have a different leadership. Uh, you know, you have to—they have to meet you 
person to person. ISIS doesn't have to. The the so it's yeah. kind of an ROTC. Yeah. Can we, get, so, can, can we get one as a guest on the on the on the podcast? I'll work on that right away. Oh my god, that would be yeah. awesome. <laughs> one of your friends. One of your friends. One of your friends. No, remember that you asked for someone to come here. <laughs> remember that. You know, ISIS is different. ISIS is 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 uh, maybe it's not a good idea. Okay. Yeah. Uh, is 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 different. They uh, the uh, deal independently you know so there's a lot of groups so you can just join them online so, you can it's an idea so you know a lot about this actually yeah i, 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 I fit I, right in i do no i really I, he's the kaiser sose of isis i i really do because you know if you want to fight them and if you want to have you know you need to to study them you know so that's my that's what they told me to do <laughs> that's a good well, somebody, answer good. yeah if somebody it's good if somebody said something you so know? Do, you, do you do modeling of like like for instance uh, the last election, which uh, people were. I have to admit, at. I have not. I did not. So is it is it different? With but I'd like to know why people. I mean, I think I'd like to, uh, an important model would 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 try to get at why people vote against their own interests. Oh, I would love to see that model. You know, yeah. Uh, I I hate that argument <laughs> <What>? <laughs> because it presumes that people don't know what their own interests are, and I believe that quite often is that. People are prioritizing for someone else what their interests ought to be. And I think that, um, well, give me an example of somebody voting against their own interests. Uh, most of the Trump voters. That's yeah. not an example. That's, yeah. a, that's a Red state voters who vote for people like Mitch McConnell and, and, and um, Ryan Paul. Uh, who uh, Paul Ryan. But what, 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 why is no, that? Uh, Ryan, I'm sorry. Um, uh Whatever. What's his name? Paul Ryan? No. Roy no, Moore? Paul. Uh, uh, Rand Paul. Rand Paul. Okay. Um, I think Kentucky's, he's trying to Kentucky's, get you to say. Kentucky's to... one of the poorest states. Why are all these poor states that are uh, living on welfare, mm -hmm. why are they voting for Republicans who want to cut their uh, well, public uh, assistance? Well, I don't get it. I, I don't know. If, if I don't see anybody. I never saw Rand. Look, uh, look uh, at Kansas. I, Look Kentucky. Look in Kentucky. So I mean, I could turn around and say, well, why do the people? Why do the? Why does the black community in Baltimore keep voting for the left wing mayors after f 50, 60 years of things getting worse and worse and worse? I mean, it's it's such a it, it's such an unfair argument. I think that the people in small town America have their vision of the kind of world they want to live in, and they know even if they're not informed which party sees the world as they do. And they're, you know, maybe maybe they think someone's going to cut their public assistance. I don't remember if the last time anybody's actually cut public assistance. Uh, usually that's a state thing. I don't know. But um, whether it's whether it's a abortion or, you know, smaller government or wh whatever the things or just or just, or just or just or just a moral outlook or maybe it's even on foreign policy and the, the, the way they want it to let's be. Let's make it easy for you. Easy. Uh, but, but easy. Union workers voting for Republicans. Republicans are anti-union. Yeah, so am I. 100%. So why would you vote for somebody if you're a union worker? Why would you vote for somebody who wants to break Because there may be other issues yes, that maybe, matter maybe to them. Maybe their thing is abortion, so they were all voting for uh, whoever's going to be the... Or racism. Or maybe it's racism. Okay. So you answered your own question. Or, or maybe it's racism. You know, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm going to let that slide, but but because but, but I'm saying that people... Do, but what it isn't is that they're such rubes that they can't identify their own, their own interests. No, they are rubes. All right. Well, then, you know, the when, you, when you want to... I think that, that this is the problem with America. I think people... 
are are much smarter than their enemies on both sides. And their enemies Wait a second. give Trump them credit became for. Trump became popular. Trump became president actually because of birtherism. You still have tens of millions of people in this country who believe that Obama was born. In you have a lot, and you have a lot of people. They're, they're that, not rubes. You have a lot of people that believe that vaccines are are fake, and you have a lot of people in the black community that believe that AIDS was invented by Jewish doctors. Conspiracy theories well, are that one would conspira- conspiracy theories <laughs> are are rampant through the left and the right. You can pick the one that that you want to to hang around somebody's neck, but if you read about it. Conspiracy theories are everywhere. Not like that one. All right, not like that one. All Come right, on. but that's an easy way to distinguish it. Not like that one. I mean, but do you think they? But no, do you think they were credulous at, at the very least? I mean, you say these people, coal miners. He says we're going to bring back coal. I mean, yeah. is that credulous? I I don't know. I you know I, I, that's a good question. It, in, other words, in other words, what you're saying is that they should have known, but no one's going to bring back coal, and they should and they should know so. Yeah, I mean, the guy just made a bunch of promises okay. about stuff now, that now he's me, not going to keep. You know? and, and I'm from the I mind of a coal I, miner, and I say to you. <laughs> And I don't know. I'm not expert on this yeah, shit. Neither am I. I would say, look, I know one thing. The lady, Hillary, disparaged us. And she told her that. No, and, and he says he's going to try. And I'll go with the guy who says he's going to try. But at least at least he's fighting for us. At least he's the guy who wants to try. Who's Listen, one thing is for sure, not knowing their own interests. Michael Moore knew that Trump was going to win because he understood the poor working white mentality. And he knew they would think that he was in their interest. And when you have factories closing, you know, and the entire change in the way the yeah, white working great. class lives, yeah. uh, to tell them that, oh no, Hillary's the one in your interest. Hillary, who didn't even fucking come to, to campaign in their state. And then some New York Jews, you know, and that's a, that's a compliment for you, but you know, this is their <laughs> attitude. You, know, you don't know your own interest. You should have voted for Hillary. Don't you know that the one who never talked a word to you, never said anything about you, showed no sign she cared? She's the one. That's your interest, right? Come on now. Well, give, give people. All I'm saying is give people a little more credit I, I, to maybe maybe know something no. about their lives that you don't know about your I, life. I can't. You know, so it's, no. it's, it's like the people in Arizona border towns. Oh, they're very, very, very worried about immigration, right? And we tell, how can they? They're just bigots. Oh, you know, really. Go live in an Arizona border. Well, a lot of those people, it might, it might change well, your view. That's not true. A lot of those people are upset because they're going to lose their land if they build a wall. So that, that you, you're talking. I'm not about talking about that. I'm, like I'm talking about that. People always. People always have big. Listen, the guy. I will tell you this. The guy. I probably shouldn't say it. But I'm going to fucking say it. The guy <laughs> I'm dealing with on this TV show. Oh yeah. Is a. He went to Harvard. He's very smart. He used to room with Andrew. Saul. He's a smart dude. Okay. There's a lot of big words. Yeah. Really smart. <laughs> no, no. He, but he went it's to a Harvard. Stable genius. And, and he and he truly is a smart guy and 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 a and a thoughtful guy. Ray, so, Ray Allen. Wait, wait. But he's a. But, <laughs> I was gonna say. <laughs> but he is he, is left hard left. Well, he, he would. So no, he is that's, not, that's not fair. He's left. Hillary left. I'd say. And uh, I mean, he reads the National Review sometimes. <laughs> but, but anyway, uh, but. So he calls me up all excited. He says, no, I got great news. We don't have to be union on this show. <laughs> and I'm like, you fucking hypocrite. <laughs> you're, you're out on Facebook all day long with a bunch of left-wing politics. The second that you can save money by not being union, you're clicking your heels, right? This is typical of people. It's, uh, and, and, I didn't, and I didn't question him more about it because I don't want to spoil the deal. But my <laughs> feeling was is that he, he would say something like, well, you know, you don't understand. In our industry, people don't understand my industry. In our industry, the unions re- really are a problem. It's not the same thing. Yeah. But in the other people, for other people, they, they should have the unions. They, this is typical of people. It's like it's what, all I, about what they think other people should it's do. It's like but, a guest that we had, uh, and he's talking about socialism the whole time. And then we he's promoting his book. It's like, you can get it in Amazon. Remember? <laughs> well, no, that's all right. I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. No, I, I, so, you know. Wait a second. You're comparing people having uh, different ideas about different, but Hillary Clinton's not going to help my job to people who believe 
that the president of the United States was born in Kenya. Tens of millions of people, I'll tell you by what I'm the way. Saying, I'm saying, I'm making a much bigger that point. Is, that is, that's, that's beyond uh, uh, conspiracy uh, theories. That's lunacy. Well, I, I, if you want to get back to the birth thing, I will. But I'm, say, I'm making a more important point. I'm sick and tired of people calling other people stupid. It is like on both sides. It is the go-to thing. Yep. I, I think it's, 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 you're, you're going to miss an enormous amount of real truth if you don't go any further than in the inquiry of someone else's opinion is they're stupid. And, and I don't think, unless you want to tell me that the IQs of everybody, you know, in certain, is just low, they're thinking people, you know? Anyway, as far as the birther thing, it was weird because I knew smart people who for a while were enticed by this birther thing because for a while Obama was very kind of cagey and coy about it, didn't produce the birth certificate. You know, there were questions for a while out there, which I didn't have an answer for. I just, I just felt it couldn't be true, but I didn't have an answer for it. And then, what, 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 and then what, what, finally, years later, he finally produced wait, what, his birth certificate. Why should he have to produce his birth certificate at all? No president's ever done that. And the two guys he ran against weren't born in the United States, which makes, makes it even more incredulous. Well, but here's the thing. For you to believe that Obama was born in Kenya, you'd yeah. have to believe that the infant Obama, at the moment of his birth, the, conspired the, with two Hawaii newspapers, yes, the State you're, Department, you're right. and the State of Hawaii to fake his birth. It's not now, plausible. Now, how could you— It's not plausible. What, what's your evidence for it? What, what evidence could you possibly have for it? I, I, I can't defend It's not plausible. But, I, but for a yeah. while— Stupidity. For a while, but not 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 throughout. For a while, there was a time when I felt like they're they're acting weird about this. Like it's almost as if they're 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 enjoying, you know, sowing these seeds of doubt, and then they're gonna you know pull the rug out from under anyway. When, they, when everybody get really invested in it, and then produce the birth certificate, which is what they did, and then but, when they, they produce the birth certificate, but I agree with you. What happened after that? At some point, it became impossible to deny, and people just didn't want to back off it. But I'm telling you, is this the first time in American history you've seen whole populations believe something that was ridiculous? You know, there, are people, there are people who don't believe that man landed on the moon. Well. <laughs> they, they, but, but uh, if, if you're going to make the jump to say, because they- There's they, people that believe the earth is flat. That's right. Because they, didn't they see the, because they didn't see the birth of thing the way they ought to, that they're, like Robert De Niro was against vaccinations, to make from that, that he doesn't know his own interest, you know, I, I can't go with you. I can't. So, Josh, I have a question for you. For I wasn't the, really talking merely about the election. I'm just thinking it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a trait observed in a lot of human history yeah. that people fall in to crusades and movements and all sorts of things that turn out to be ruinous for them. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't but, pure. It wasn't just about the election. And, and the flip side is that so many people go into <laughs> things which they're told in their interest well, right. are in their interest, right. yeah. and it ruins them. Right. <laughs> you know. So, right. I don't know. I I put a lot of faith in people's common sense to know what to know what's best for themselves. You know. I I, I mean, it's kind of why I'm conservative because I really think that we should be more hands off communities and people and let them live the friggin' way they want to live. Like I don't really care. I don't, I don't want to be the guy who comes into Mississippi where they've been living this way for 200 years and say, you know what? I know your kids have been saying a prayer before, before class. Mm -hmm. all this. No more. I, 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 let them do what they want. Anyone can say a prayer in class. They, no, they don't stop anyone from saying they a prayer. They tried to stop them altogether. Well, the, they, the court, they, the court no. finally compromised and said they have a moment of silence or whatever it was. I don't remember the details. Well, but, anybody but you, can say a prayer the, anywhere they want. If the ACLU had their way, and I, and I support the ACLU for the most part, but if ACLU had their way, they would go into many towns and they would change the fundamental way these people want to live. They'd get rid of the national Christmas tree if they could, right? You want to get rid of the national Christmas tree? I don't care a fuck about yeah. the national Christmas yeah. tree. That's because because you don't care about it. I'm saying I care about it because it's important to other people. Leave them alone. That's my point. I, I don't care about the Christmas. I, I prefer there was no national Christmas tree. I'm Jewish, but I but there's a real social consequence to the social fabric 
of going in and ramming this down other people's throats. You know, it's like, is it so bad? It's like Andrew Sullivan wrote about this. He changed about this bakery and the gay didn't want to make the gay. And Andrew Sullivan, who's a, you know, champion gay marriage and all that. He wrote, he says, let them not bake the cake, leave them alone. He says, I'm a libertarian. Let them, let them do what they want. He spoke on his podcast. He says, he says, even in public accommodations, he feels this way, except on the issue of race, which he feels is an exception because of our particular fact, you know, our particular history with, with race and, and how America really can't allow that when it comes to race. He says, otherwise, if people should, you don't want to rent your room, don't rent your room to whoever you want for whatever reason you want. Okay. So if I own a business, I don't want to serve. Uh, Does Andrew Sullivan not know what's in his own interest? Well, Andrew Sullivan doesn't speak for every gay I'm saying if, if, a gay, if a gay man like Andrew Sullivan voted for the candidate who was against the, the who wanted to let the, the, the bakery not build, bake the cake and wanted to let motels not allow gay couples in the rooms. Say, Andrew, you don't know what's in your own interest. Yes. He'll, tell you, he'll tell you to go fuck yourself. Well, then I tell him to go fuck himself. <laughs> I'm saying it's, it, and then it get really heated and when, get really intense. We probably yeah. fuck each other. Whatever the reason that he, <laughs> the, whatever the reason that he doesn't agree with you on this, it's not because he doesn't know his own interests. He differs about what's in his interest than you do. That's my point. Well, and he's no rube. I think if you, it, well, there also people lie. I mean, the guy you know says you're going to education is going to be better, health is going to be better, everything's going to be better. I mean, kids in that Mississippi school, the whole school's going to be gone. What do you mean? Well, I mean, he's going to cut, he's attacking education. Oh, Trump? Yeah. Oh, then nothing changes. Nothing changes. Believe me, oh. nothing, Everybody nothing ever put, gets cut. Every cabinet nothing member. ever gets DeVos, cut. DeVos is an enemy of public education. Every cabinet member is an enemy of the cabinet that they're leading. Rick I, Perry wants to, he wanted to destroy the Department of Energy. I, I know, I know this about public education. What? In New York City, I'm pretty sure this is 100% right. I remember reading it. Under Mayor Bloomberg, they doubled the cost, they doubled the amount of money per student that was spent in New York public schools, doubled. And I believe it was already the most in the world when he took it over. They doubled it with absolutely no change in outcomes. And a, a, a liberal worldview would look at that and say, they didn't spend enough money. They doubled it, they should have quadrupled it. And a conservative will say, you know, it might not be the money to, to the schools, which is causing the problem. Maybe there's other things we should be looking maybe at. Maybe the outcome measure stinks. Or maybe the outcome measure stinks, whatever it is. But what, I, what I'm no, saying but is- but that's that, not trivial, right? No, no, I'm not, I'm not I, no, I respect, I didn't mean, I didn't mean to, to, to repeat it, to yeah. trivialize it. I'm, I, I absolutely accept it. And there's, you know, you have to, there's always options. But what I'm saying is that I'm not at all convinced, and I've seen no evidence in my lifetime to tell me that cutting- 10, 20, 30% from any budget in any government thing anywhere would ever have any effect on that government. Did you read about- well, that's good. So you'd think cut defense by 30%. Yeah, yes, by 30%. I, I would, that would solve right. a lot of problems. Because that would you spend that on education. I would not- For healthcare, something for healthcare. We could use. If you told me that- they would, or anything. If, if you told me that the defense department is full of shit, they can get this, they can feel the same military for 20% less, it would not sh- shock me at all. How, I mean, any, did you read the story about the New York City- Subway they were building, billions of dollars wasted and all corrupt in unions. This is, that. that's what happened. Listen, I can barely, it's hard enough to respect your own stuff. Do you know what it means to have your hands on billions of dollars of other people's money? And if you don't spend every last dollar of it, the next year you're going to give them a reason to give you less? Yeah. That's, that's that, how the but government that's, works. That's, that's, that's right. That's how it works. So when you know that's how it works... Why are you going to villainize someone says, you know, I think we can cut 10% from this. Of course you can cut 10% from it. Of course you can. 
or you can spend saying. the money more efficiently. Well, it would force you to spend the more money more efficiently. Well, even the money you have now. Listen, if I had to cut, if my business dropped by 10%, am I going to go out of business? Am I going to start giving crappy food? I'm going to have to figure out how to get it done. Yeah, but something like defense, right? There's a deeper discussion to have, which is what are the goals of the whole thing in the first place? I Not just, you know, buy toilet seats that are too expensive. I mean, it's a whole, you've inherited this monstrosity of a force structure designed for a world that doesn't exist. And you're spending a huge amount of money to uh, to deal with enemies that for which those weapons are irrelevant. You know, I mean, ISIS doesn't have a navy for Christ's sake. I, I I mean, I'm no expert on this stuff, but what you're saying on the face of it, I was like, yeah, could totally. I mean, it has. No, I'll, I'll go for that. Too. I assume yeah. that with the with the with the size. But and that the, debate isn't happening, right? That debate doesn't happen in 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 America this day these days. Well, there, it, it kind of got a setback because Rumsfeld, after all, believed in this more pared down, you know, military force, and yeah. and actually that really snapped back. Seems to me, and in, in, it didn't work. In but I, I think this is the most pernicious thing about about Trump. It's the it's the war on dialogue itself. It's a war on dialogue. It's not just a war on facts. It's a war on an entire mode of inquiry where you state your assumptions, you make your conclusions, you see if you can marshal evidence in their favor. You have a dialogue with people who disagree, who have different evidence. That that's just that's what's being eradicated. Well, and you have a president who's literally, you know, literally willing to suppress publication of a private citizen's book. No, That's wait, wait, he, no, 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 he did. Wait, this wait, guy, wait, Wolf's book, you mean? Yeah. Oh my God, I tell him about Wolf's book. Go ahead, go. I don't ahead. care what's in Wolf's book. I couldn't care less what's in. It. No, I know. All I'm saying is, it's a private citizen, and here you have the president of the United States trying to get a restraining order against the publication of a private individual's book. That's a really fascistic instinct. Well, yeah. how about, and, it's, and the same on. instincts are evident in the way he carries did he on. A, did he try to get a prior restraining order or sue for, for, sue for, for libel? No, no, no restraining, restraining order. order, yeah. He shouldn't be doing anything about yeah, it. Yeah. Well, how about I, I agree, it's a I agree private citizen's he, book. He, he couldn't win in any no, way. No, but I'm saying it's, it, it's, it's, yeah. it's uh, symptomatic or but representative the, of his general attitude. But he didn't actually file anything. Did he? Fine. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get I'm accurate. I actually don't know. He didn't actually file. I don't know either. He, he, he spouted off. I don't know either. You shouldn't be trying to intrude. On the would, publication it, of a citizen's book listen. or anybody's book. I'm just saying yeah. this is the most dangerous thing about him. Okay. Not no, his I, policies, not the facts. It's right. the habit of mind, right, that is utterly antithetical to the dialogue necessary for a democracy. Now, I, I agree That's with you. That's what's dangerous I, about I agree with you, but I want to answer you. I actually do agree with you. I, I think that that is, the mo- that is the worst. That's the thing about him that— bothers me the most. So really? Let, let, when he, I've said this, when he, when he makes, you know, verifiably false claims about stuff, when he tweets a, a video of, that claims it's some like Muslim thing, whatever right, it is, right, and, right. And, he, and then we find that it's not that, right. and he doesn't even clean it up. Like, it's like, what the fuck, you know? I can agree with you all day, but that's just, you know, and, and that, it, it bothers me a lot. You know, it's so, just, to, to, as a kind of person, I mean, it really bothers me. But I, 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 the, two things. I only say the thing about the, the prior restraint thing, because there are, there's two scenarios. One is where he tweets about it and doesn't ever follow up. And there's another scenario where he actually marshals, you know, the, the, the law to try to actually prevent something from coming out. They're both bad, but the second one is much, much worse. If he actually, if he actually took steps to do it, uh, it would be worse. But it's his and, impulse. And, and it's, I, it's, it's his impulse. You know? But a lot, a lot of, what well, we do know this much about Trump, a lot of the impulse is like, as Crowdhammer called it, barstool eruptions. And then the next day, you know, he, yep. he does follow. So let, but, 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 but I want to, but, but the real answer I have, and then I'll, then I'll shut up. It is the war on dialogue, which is uh, much the reason that he was elected. Because 
people are so sick of not being able to say what's on their mind. So sick of being shouted down on the left. This whole Antifa thing. The 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 the, the, the guests who the guests who can't speak at campuses. The people who are afraid of being called racist. The things that I'm afraid to. Talk. I was I was afraid to say boo about Louis C.K. Uh, uh, after he came out just to discuss it. Just to discuss it because I was afraid of what kind of boycotts would be coming my way. The 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 uh, um, Charles Murray, Amy. I mean, there's so many people who cannot talk about anything. Smart people just want to discuss stuff. People want to say, listen, I'm not a racist, but uh, maybe, you know, we need to figure out what it means to have a bunch of Muslims coming to this country because of all the terrorism in the world now. Somebody said, you can't say that. You can't even discuss it. That's the war on dialogue. But- that may be Trump's impulse because people, people were sick and tired of not being able to say what was on their mind? What? Where? I, Trump I, is an anti-Trump for years. Trump is an anti-intellectual. Uh, that it's a, a, a version of that, which 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 I find you know repulsive because I because I like to I respect logic and facts and accuracy, you so, know. But the real threat to to free speech does not come from the right these days, and and even people on the left recognize that. So let me ask you ask no, you guys something. Uh, so you saying that democracy means. You let anybody write what they want, publish what they want, correct? Absolutely. So on the other hand, the U.S. has asked the Middle East to unpublish all the books that was written by terrorists, obviously, or people that support terrorists or stuff. Because, and even with Israel, we always talk about with Israel and Palestine, uh, you know, all the commercials or the TV shows or the books are anti-Israel. And they were asking, even in the education system, to take this out to take the heat down. So how is that? How about Israel banning all these groups from entering the country? How is that the same? I think what you're referring to is Israel's Israel's complaints about the books in the Palestinian schools that don't show show Israel on the map and and and, 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 and fills with a lot of, you know, stuff about how Jews did this and Jews that, which isn't true. And it, that, some of it may be true, but some of it well, clearly is book, not true. Well, the book about Trump, maybe it's true, maybe it's not. So how is that? And also the U.S. ask for, there's some of the uh, uh, leaders of, you know, Muslim more to the left, you know, uh, and they ask for the publication not to be published, you know, and to be, to be taken off. That is free speech as well. So even though it's bad and, you know, it's pro-terrorism and all that, but uh, how is that? I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know either. I, I don't think it's, okay, I think uh, you're comparing two different things. Why? More or less. It's, it's the same thing. It's a book. You're writing a book. My point is like, you say in democracy, you want the Middle East to be uh, a democracy states, right? Oh, no, so, we gave up on that a couple oh, years listen, ago. Listen, that's, that's, you know, Ben Shapiro, this conservative guy from Harvard. Now, this is a smart dude. I don't agree with everything he says. Some, some things I do agree with him, actually, but some things I, I really don't agree with him. I, just, I heard him on a podcast with Sam Harris, you know, Sam Harris's. Mm-hmm. And it was a really, really interesting, provocative two-hour conversation. I believe I'm getting, they had to spend $900,000 in security to allow this guy to speak. Sam Harris? Yeah, no. Uh, uh, um, Shapiro. Shapiro, to, to allow, to provide the security to allow this guy to make a speech at Berkeley, $900,000. Talk about a war on dialogue. 900, this is crazy. When I was a kid, I talk about when in college, Mayor Kahana spoke, Noam Chomsky spoke. I mean, people, we go, and we went, and it was, nobody even cared. Like, oh, nobody cares who's speaking. Yeah, right. That's the war on, the, so, and I agree with you about Trump, but I do not think he can be singled out for that. Oh, wait a second. Hold yeah. on a second. Also, Trump, since the day he became president, yeah. and actually, I don't think, he didn't start using the fake news he will be gone he in three president. years, and, uh, who knows? and, and the and, and the problem will stay no. that, on, on campus. We've never ever had a president that 
I mean, the president basically has one job to pre- preserve, protect, and defend the Constitution of the United States. That's basically all the thing he, sw- he swears to. Yeah. I mean, that, you know, that's yeah, it. That's a big job. So. And, but, but, only all, all one is, little yeah. thing to do. But, but that's it. But all he does is uh, attack the First Amendment. He attacks he a free it. press every I, single day. Oh, no, he has every has, single day. He has every right to attack the press all day long. No, he doesn't. Oh, not, really? Not, not unless they're doing does. something. He has a right to attack what they say. He doesn't yeah. have a right to attack the institution of a free press. No, exactly. That is what he's done. That's what he what, does what, every when day. When do you do that? Every day he Give does Give me an that. example. Every day he- Give he, me he, an example. Right, he, called the free pre- he called the press the enemy of the people. He can say yeah, that. Yeah, he, he says that all the time. thing to say. And no, I, and I don't no, like no, The president can't say that. The president cannot say a free press is the enemy of the people. The president of the United States can't say that. But he did. He swears not to say that. Of course he can say it. No, he did, he can't. And, and he did. So he did. No, and that's, he, in, of course he can say mind, it, and you can vote mind, him out of office. You, you, you can, you cannot vote for him again. But he obviously did. So you can't say he, you can't. He did. Well, so he has well, the in that ability, case, he should be he got away. It's an impeachable so, offense. So let, let me be Trump's got, lawyer. And he got, let me be Trump's lawyer. Right. Have you, have you, have you followed Glenn Greenwald on the Intercept? He's one of your, your ultra I know Glenn Greenwald. Yeah. I know he is. Yeah. He he's been chronicling all the mistakes that the press has made and had to retract about the 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 Russia thing. Right. And some of them are huge, you know, where they, where, where they, I mean, blockbuster stories that, that came out that they had to be retracted. Like and what, what? Like that he knew about this before the, that, but the dates the, were wrong. Dates were wrong. The dates were, that was the main thing. thing. That's and, a big That, that, uh, um, what was the thing? That, that Comey told him that he wasn't going to, that he was, that he was being investigated when Comey came out and testimony admitted that he wasn't, wasn't being, being investigated. You, you can go right. through it. it it's, all, it's I wish my memory was like it was 20 years ago, but okay. there's a whole, it's a whole long list. Okay. And Trump says, and this is unprecedented in my lifetime. I've never seen these, the press retracting stories left and right, like uh, blockbuster stories. Basically, you know, the, the president's a criminal. Uh, I'm sorry. We got that one wrong. No, but this time he's, no, we got that. I mean, serious stuff. No, right? I, I, I want to see that. Send that to me. I'll send it to you. So, and Trump says, and Trump lashes out at the press. This is fucking, you're the enemy of the people. You're spreading a lot of disinformation about me. He, um, he's not uh, uh, sending the, any kind of enforcement or anything or telling them they can't or doing anything. He's telling I, I everyone not to trust I, I don't, the free press. He's trying well, to change libel laws so that they apply much more liberally. I mean, no, he's no, doing what he can. The, the libel laws aren't even federal, this dummy Trump. <laughs> Let's be honest. He, he, this is what I'm saying. It's all like off the top of his head. He doesn't even know that there's no libel laws to change. I mean, the Supreme Court has a libel, you know, uh, uh, New York Times versus Sullivan, you know, what is it? A rec- reckless disregard for the truth, a- a- actual malice, whatever it is. But that's a that's the Supreme Court decision. Trump can't change that, right? Uh, and that's for common law libel, I guess. But the libel laws otherwise are state by state. But is so, Do you think the guy's autocratic by nature or not? That's a good question. I think that he's he's a CEO <laughs> and has been a boss for a long, long time. Shut up, Marty. And he's and surrounded by sycophants. I and think, I think that's that's uh, corrosive to a psychology after a while, especially especially after seventy years to, to be that rich. Yeah. So in that sense, I think he's, he's authoritarian by nature. What he hasn't lived up to is being authoritarian in action as everybody's worst fears about him were. Well, that's because institutions have, have prevented him from executing. No, he actually hasn't tried is what I'm saying. Like, like he'll talk about restraining the book. But he hasn't actually right. taken the steps. Because it's again. But answer, it's, if I had the answer yes or no, I'd say yes to your question. Yeah. But I would it's, say yes. Again, it's, it's like I, I keep saying. Not it, the it's, first president we it's had It's a like reality that. show mentality. He knows he can throw that out. Let me say I'm going to cause them 
him to whatever he whatever he said or didn't follow up or did it's a restraining order against his book. It's a reality show mentality. He put that out. Now they have that to gnaw on. Now they're gnawing on that. Well, he's doing whatever else uh, he's doing, but it's, that, that's the mentality of. Can it. I ask you guys a question? What, let me give you a scenario. A thought. A thought. You have a president who has uh, trying to get something passed, a travel ban, let's say, and the Supreme Court rules five to four against him. And he says, I have an idea. I'm going to put four more members on the Supreme Court and they're going to vote my way. What would you call that? I'm going to change the number of people on the Supreme Court. It's not actually not specified in the Constitution. And I'm going to add, and they're going to vote my way because be, right now we have the Senate and I'm going to get my way. You know who did that, right? Franklin Roosevelt. He tried to pack the court. This great fucking hero, authoritarian. I mean, it, it's so much you want to see it the way you want to see it. As I said, it's not the first president who's had authoritarian impulses. Thank God for America, the the the, the checks and balances you, seem to did work. Did you just compare Trump to <laughs> I, Roosevelt? I absolutely did, because if, if Roosevelt, if, if Trump tried to pack, I'm saying Roosevelt talks a lot. I mean, Trump talks a lot. Roosevelt actually tried to add members of the Supreme Court so that the Supreme Court would be, so he could control right. the Supreme Court. Well, they're still trying to do the same thing today. All right, all right. Now, wait, you're, not, now, you're, now you're riffing. Now McConnell you're riffing. didn't, uh, the, he, do you understand didn't what you, let Obama's He nominee, tried to change the Supreme Court into an arm of his government but, by putting people on it so they would rubber stamp anything he wanted. There's nothing more authoritarian that I can think of in American history than that. But yeah, both parties are trying worst, to do that. And the worst thing about? Trump did was bring Jared in. You can't, you, right? you can't yeah. accept that argument on his Face a powerful argument? No, this is why this is why people vote, people don't, this is why people don't vote in their interest because they hear a guy like you and they say they say was <laughs> oh, my fault. Well, now? they say because you're not making sense. Roosevelt tried to pack the court. Go ahead. Well, my question was, what was FDR trying to do? What were, what were his goals? What were his what? Well, his goals? You might agree with or not agree with, and you don't agree with Trump's goals. But that's not about authoritarian. So authoritarianism in the face in in the name of a goal that you For agree a with. Travel ban is pretty authoritarian. Wait, 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 wait. And and if you want to compare Franklin to uh, to uh, to Trump, when the boats of Jews came from, yeah, right. from Europe, and and Franklin said, no, 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 we don't want them. Send them yeah, back to Europe. St. Louis. He right? Should, he, that, right to the gas wait, chambers. Wait, right back to the. Well, gas he didn't chambers. know they were going to gas chambers. He, he knew. Did he? Don't, he knew. Wait, wait. And, and, wait when uh, you say he knew, you know that he knew, or you too. believe that he knew. Uh, it, it, there's all document. Whatever you, uh, however you want to. I don't know the facts yes, of this, but I don't all, want to say yes, he knew then. unless there's he evidence. Knew. He knew. He knew. Okay. He knew what was going on there. He knew that he could have bombed a few of the railways and caused that yep. shit to end. Yeah. But but he didn't. Okay. So if you want to compare Trump to that, there's you can do a comparison there too on your logics. Listen, if uh, there's a lot no. of ways to look at Trump. No. Trump's Trump's so terrible. Trump's so terrible, and, and he is. And you talk to some, I meet, meet some Arabic guy, and he says, "Listen, he is terrible, but you know what? My people were being gassed in Syria, and the president didn't. He, he said he would do. He didn't do a thing to stop it. Hundreds of people were gassed. No more. Trump stopped it. Did he? You, I mean, that they're all. Yeah, gone. Oh yeah, he did. And and ha, so you have a scale, and you put Trump's this and on, on this scale, he's an asshole. Well, how much how much weight do you give to no more gassing of civilians? It got, in other words, the left, I don't know the answer. These are almost impossible, unknowable what questions. What was the last time? I just, what, what dis it disturbs me, disturbs me that, that people on the left, right, they think it's so easy. It's like there are other issues out there. When a guy, when, when you have thousands of Syrians dying or hundreds being gassed and all of a sudden somebody puts a stop to it, that's got to matter. Would you, would you say, you know what? Well, I'd, I'd still, ra I'd still rather have the other guy. 
let, even if it meant them getting Hold gas. On a second. Because I don't like the way he spoke about Wait this a second. and that. Wait, why are you giving him credit for uh, stopping the gassing of Syrians? Because that did happened it. years ago. No, no, because no, no, but no. recently he just did it. He just bombed the, Syria. Well, when they, they had that yeah. last thing, he told them, "If you do this again, we're going to attack you, whatever it was." And he was, it was, yeah. Obama know. drew a red line, didn't, didn't enforce, enforce it. it. They did it again. This is a problem when you when you find yourself backed into a corner where you where it's it's it, you can't you can't hear it come out of your mouth to say that somebody did anything right. Anything right. You're in a ridiculous position because everybody does something right. Well, I'm not saying I'm just. And everybody makes mistakes, by the way. Everybody makes mistakes. Churchill made huge mistakes. Lincoln made ch- Wait, huge mistakes. Why are you comparing this guy to Lincoln and Churchill? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> just because I'm they saying, made mistakes. I'm saying that great yeah, they men. they took a shit too. I'm saying Trump that the, shit even the greatest of men, the greatest of men had tremendous debacles on their watch. Oh, but this guy, everything is a debacle. Well, not in Syria, not, 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 not yeah. in ISIS. Just because you don't see it on the news anymore. It's like when they talked about Iraq. Iraq seems to be calm now. Just because it's not on the news anymore. The carnage is on the news. People think it's over. I'm, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to, to let else. you have this one because clearly you're not reading the papers. I am reading the papers. You're not aware of that we took the ISIS has no more land and that even some people. Are, I, I am aware that, that, that there's a town in, in Syria being bombed that nobody knows who's bombing it. I am aware of that. All right. And and even uh People not friendly to Trump, like I think Brett Stevens uh, had said that, you know, they, they spoke to you in the military. He did uncork the military. I mean, it was proceeding under Obama and I think it was Obama's strategy. However, he, he ramped it up significantly and they give him credit. I mean, if ISIS were still there or if, if we had kind of been doing a little bit worse now, people would certainly be blaming him. I mean, it seems to me he made decisions and they panned out. Well, well, we don't know that. We don't know what's going. We don't know what's next. We well, don't know we, don't, we know it as well as we know anything. I don't we think know ISIS is over. You, okay, Trump. Trump had to make some decisions. They were binary decisions, yes or no. He made some yes decisions, and they worked out for our interests. Can you give him that much? Maybe they were lucky. He, they can't give him that much. You don't get it. <laughs> he could have put the why, coin. I don't know. That's why I don't even know he how doesn't at give it. <laughs> a shit about getting yeah, him yeah, to yeah, give him yeah. that much. It, it is no, troubling, because Tony. He he's such a danger his... to this country yeah, and to the so... Constitution. I don't give a fuck about anything else. You're absolutely right. Okay. He's such a it's danger to us. Right. Oh, You're right. Okay. I would say this. That getting getting a binary choice uh, right three even three, four times in a row is not may not be statistically significant. You know, basically his choice was he told the general be random. He told the military, told the military, you guys do what you think is best. That's what he did. Yeah, but Obama didn't do that. Obama had a different well, thing for the military. But I'm not trying to bash to Obama. I'm saying he he told him to do his best, and that worked out and saved lives. It saved lives. It's easy for you to say you're not one of the lives saved. Uh, I don't know what lives are saved. To be honest with you, okay. Because and and, like I, and we said we said that last we said that last week is like uh, Trump is. One of the presidents that actually follow up on his promises, regardless <laughs> we like the promises. Does. Or not. Right. He's like, does. like the wall. Yeah. He's he like the wall. He's the wall. Where's the Where's the money from Mexico? Listen, he, he well, he, he tried. Where's the, the Where's the information dude, on Obama's talk, birth The funniest thing about oh, that's a lie. That was That was actually the reason I hated Trump. It's funny because I'm defending the birth, not defending the birth thing, but you know, seeing nuance in it. The the I hated Trump because of the birth thing, because I he was lying. He knew he was lying. And I felt that no patriot would try to undermine the president on a lie. You remember, I mean, I've said this many times, like he, he said, we're finding out some very interesting stuff, but he knew it was a lie. Right. Yeah. I'm like, how can yeah. you, like, if it was true, because I'd be like, okay. Because that's how reality shows no, work. No, 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 that's, it's horrible. You should, nobody should ever forgive him for that. It's, it's, it's not defensible. Well, how about when he said. That doesn't mean his decision on ISIS was wrong. That's the problem. Right. But how, that's not defensible. How about when he said that, uh, you know, these unemployment numbers are 
nonsense. It's really like 40% Well, they're trying to kill. It's right. not just Trump. But, no, I mean, but for I mean, a long but, time, they're trying to end the census so nobody can know what's going on. A month after the election, yeah. Sean Spicer's up there, and he said, new unemployment numbers, lowest in 10 yeah, years. Yeah, like, yeah. And he goes, but the president said those numbers, and, and Sean Spicer said, the president said they might have been false before, but they're they're true uh, now. Like, people just accept <laughs> that. Like, oh, all right, okay. That was, uh, they all, that they was all fudge. Or from 4% to 4% Listen, in one month. They all fudge in their own fudge. ways. Well, Trump is the most uh, vulgar about it, and in a certain way. The, but, but I mean, I can list. Do you think he's fit for uh, the job? No. Let's talk about. Let's. I mean, oh. if, if, he, doesn't, he doesn't know enough to know that he, he doesn't know enough to be fudging. He doesn't no. know what. No, the no, truth no, is. no. But, but he's but, unfit for but, the job. But, you but, just said but, that. But I got to tell you, and you guys are not going to like this. Right. Somehow, when he because he's such a because because he's because he doesn't know enough because he's such a whatever he is. I get less angry at his lies. Like I remember going way back when Hillary all of a sudden found the billing records in her bedroom that they'd been looking around for a white. And she said, Oh, we, 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 we went in the closet and there was this box. Up there. I said, I want to say, what the fuck do you take me for? Or I, and I bought some Tyson chicken stock and it went up to a hundred thousand dollars. Or, or, I mean, or well, she was smart about it. Sen- Sen- no, Senator Clinton, did you, did you have your server wiped? You mean with a cloth? I mean, I mean, that I believe. <laughs> I'm saying, I think you you can really pick and choose, and forgive the the liar who kind of has the, you know the, the policies that you like. But she she and, and I'm just I'm just scratching the surface with her. Okay, Could you imagine if Hillary Clinton had a fake charity, and she was and she was way more qualified to be president than Trump. Bankruptcies. Uh, had- uh, no, that, that's I don't like the bankruptcy thing. Every Trump has Trump has been successful, very successful. How has he been successful? I don't he know because he got business. billions of dollars. Well, well, yeah, because he. Uh, wrote off billions of dollars in debt. In, but on, on he the took way over his father's $200 million no. business, right. and that's the only business he still has. No. Anything he started on his own, every casino hotel in Atlantic City, they all got wiped out. The only business he has that's he still, still has one in Vegas. Is, no, he doesn't. Yeah, that's, Trump, that's not a casino. I didn't, no, he has a, he has a business in casino, well, that, a business think, in Vegas. Didn't get wiped out. His wife owns that. Is that uh, M- uh, no, 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 no. Uh, uh, not Ivanka. Um, uh, Melania. Uh, Melania? No, no, his first wife. Uh, Ivana. Marla? No, Ivana. Oh, Ivanka. Ivanka, Ivanka Marla, Maple. Ivana, Ivana. Ivana, Ivana. Ivana owns that one. Was Marla Everything Maple's wife? Yeah, yeah. Everything else All right. is just from his father's business that he still had. He's never... But, any he's, business but, started, but his, his father had a and, real estate and, business and know, in Queens. And I, know, and I know I'm not going to get anywhere with this because you're so on that other... Bu- but he evolved... He had these casinos. That that stuff went away. Whatever, Lang City. Well, all he went, of them. He crashed he and burned. To, no, but you can't into, blame that Trump. He, he went into reality shows and that kind of thing. And and you know that was could, successful. That was successful. Yeah. Listen, oh, wow. have you, have you, have wait you, a minute. How about the that Javits Center? How about the Javits Center? How about the entire Manhattan waterfront? How about the rink? How about the hotel where grandson? The guy in our lifetime in New York, he accomplished a lot of things, and. Uh, the which to, which to me is evidence and, and the, and it, the hold on, things hold on a it, to me to me as a reasonable person is evidence not that the guy was never a good businessman but that he might actually really be in cognitive decline the guy we see now talking repeating himself whatever it is does not seem like the guy that you see on interviews 25 years ago of Donald Trump doesn't seem that way to me and that's the one argument that I've always said that it could totally be true he just doesn't seem the same. But did he accomplish things? He really don't you remember the the, the ice skating rink? The woman rink, yeah, I remember that was thirty 
40 years that's ago. That's my point. Was that? yeah. yeah, that's my point. But he Ed actually. Koch, Ed, Ed Koch was the mayor then. That's my point. But he actually but did he those did things. Okay, okay. I, I will give you I will and give the you this. bankruptcies and Trump, the bankruptcies. Every minute of Trump's life hasn't been a complete now, disaster. Now, 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 let me talk about the bankruptcies. A guy like that. He get first of all, I, I believe that he's looking. Most people like that, they're looking to just do something interesting. And say, how about this idea? How about this? sure? He gives his name to it. He's not there day to day running any of these dumb the casinos. Companies. He was the 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 other examples, the Trump stakes or the even Trump University, all of it, and they and they run it into the ground or they don't. Trump cigars, Trump shirts, whatever Trump has, and some of them go bankrupt and some of them don't. And like any venture capitalist type, you're not measured by whether you had bankruptcies or not, you're measured by your total success. Well, and, let's and, talk about his one public company in his entire life. His one public company the, that he ran his entire what, life. Just answer me this. Okay. Was Trump unique in having a casino that went broke in Atlantic City? Or were there, were there, was, there was. was there a marketplace change nah. in Atlantic City? No, yeah. no they all were. No, okay. okay, go ahead. That's your answer. I'm not even going to no, dispute no, it. Go no. ahead. Uh, he was the only one to have, uh, you know, okay. three casinos okay. collapse. Okay, okay. Uh, and there's still a lot of them are still there. Okay, go know? back to your other point. What was your other point? Um, about um, <laughs> well, we were just talking about a second ago about Trump. About the, he represents the the worst part of capitalism. You were saying this the guy, bottom, the oh, we didn't talk about the shithole thing yet. But go ahead. No, but it, he represents. I mean, this is a guy who's led a pampered life. He grew up in a rich family. He took over his father's hundred, you know, business worth hundreds of millions of dollars. And even with all, he got the best education, best private schools, the whole deal. And even with all that, he couldn't be successful without ripping people off for billions of dollars. I mean, who, who, poor who, people don't get to declare bankruptcy five times. Who, you declare bankruptcy every, once, you're, you're, you're done. Poor, if you get away with that, you're done. Working, poor, poor not, poor people, not, not poor people, working people. Working yes, people, they maybe, oh, yeah, they could, maybe they it's can declare one thing. bankruptcy. Yeah, but then they're There's destroyed. no debtor's prison. You can declare... Bankruptcy. He didn't declare personal bankruptcy. No, I know because rich people don't declare personal bankruptcy. No, because do you know anything about corporation? Co oh, yeah, I, have, I have a corporation. Yeah, that's the whole point of a corporation is to it's to limit your personal liability. You have a, you start a business, and at some point, the people who who uh, do business with you they understand it's a business, and you go broke. And that's the way it works. And they don't come and take your home because your business. If the if the no, olive, they only do that with working people. Um, no, if the olive tree if the olive tree goes broke, you think the meat guy is going to come take my home for me? That's the kind of world you want to live in. Why would I? Be, this is this is the, this is how capitalism works. It's you, you well, have an entity. You. you have an entity to protect yourself. Well, yeah, come on, Tony. Rich people do. Let Not, me ask you a question. Well, you think only rich people own businesses? Well, let me ask you a question. If you uh, if you own a home, you, you want to tell the guy across the street, home, the guy fucking across the street, home, in the tobacco store. Forget that, about the guy that owns a bit. But he could go bankrupt too. I know, but how about oh, no, the guy that works rich. for him? He can go bankrupt. He can go bankrupt from his personal expenses, yes, but he's not going to go bankrupt to the tunes of hundreds of thousands of dollars that he owes people okay, what for if his he has, business. What if he, what if he goes and to the hospital? Landlord what if he goes to the hospital and he owes a million dollars? He has a million dollar liability. They could put a lien on his home. Uh, actually, I, I don't I don't know if that's true. Oh, yeah, they can. They definitely can. Yeah, put well, I'm, I'm against that. Medical bills. I'm against that. We have a guess. So even oh. if the guy. So look, I mean, I, I, I can't I haven't done this cal calculation, but I've heard it. I've heard it suggested that if the guy took all the money he inherited. Oh, and just put it and in just a, put it yeah. in a bank account at whatever X percent. He'd be just a lot. I don't like that argument either. I don't care yeah. about it. The main point is, even if you can grant that he's the greatest businessman in the world, how does that qualify him? To, run a, to be the president of the United States. And here's a, the, and the, the one, no, 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 let me finish. Uh, you could say, well, there are a lot of people who came into the office. A lot of people who came into the office unqualified and they learned. But he is an enemy of learning. Yeah. Right? He refuses to learn. I agree with he that. says, I'm the I'm the decider. 
Yes. But do you want your decisions to be informed by any expertise or do you just want to denude the entire government of people who know anything and put these clucks at the helm like Rick Perry and Pruitt and these other people who are not just ignorant? They're enemies of evidence they're willfully and facts. Ignorant. They're willfully ignorant. Yeah. So, I mean, I agree with it's you. dangerous. But I, it's I, dangerous. I, I, I do the think- hell with the businessman. I don't give a shit if he's a good businessman or not. It's <laughs> irrelevant to this issue where he's manifestly dangerous well, in I, his current position. But look at the one the one public business he ran. I know. A, a, a public traded business. business. Yeah. No, he had one public traded company. It was like a Trump a hotel and casino corporation, whatever it was. Uh-huh. And what he did was he got all this public money. He had a, a, a casino that was badly in debt, that was debt in debt for $100 million, and then he bought it for like three times what it was worth. He pocketed the extra money, and, and, yeah, well, and the, I, I wish and the you, public company uh, yeah, I wish you would, I wish you would do something that clever on Arby. Well, how is that even legal? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't, know, I don't know how it's legal. Apparently, you, you it's mean legal. On the IPO, on the IPO, he sold out? Can no, I ask, what happened is- Can I answer the businessman thing? I actually yeah. do think that a, a, a good businessman is a good qualification I for president so more than a senator for three years uh, who votes 100%. yes, votes no. Yep. Uh, Mayor Bloomberg's only uh, qualification was that he was a very, very good businessman. And that worked out well for the city of New York. He brought a business. He, he, he is an example of someone who actually did bring the skills that we, that we fantasize that a businessman would have. And they did apply to good government, being practical and flexible and empirical and, and um, right. you know, so what? Trump uh, is not bringing, doesn't appear to be bringing those skills. I hope the one actively th- eradicating. Yeah, but I hope it, I, but I don't think, I think that's, that, that exists in an orbit that has nothing to do with whether he's a businessman or not. I <laughs> right. mean, he could, he could have been a senator or, or a former governor if, but behaving if, this if, way. If, 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 even for the liberals, if the one thing that's the best thing about Trump being elected is that we do not need to go back to having uh, a governor or a senator or a congressman as the president. No, a governor is good. Now not we a can senator. have, now we can have, yeah. Real people like in Oprah. There. Look, well, well, we can't uh, have a scientist. We'd, that'd be great. We can't. The never, guy did something no. like that, but 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 you don't have to have somebody because we can't even senator. have a scientist in the Congress. I think there is a relationship <laughs> between the economy doing well, and I think that listen the I the the slashing of regulations. If you were to show me the regulations that are being slashed, I I think I would agree even with you that some of them should not be slashed. I'm not, and some and it can be short sighted, and we may pay the piper years from now in terms of some of these regulations or bad things happening. However, it has, it is, it has had a lot to do with the economy booming. And I think Trump as a businessman, like I would know, and only businessmen seem to understand, understand how they're shackled. Like it's death by a thousand cuts by every year, a new fucking ream of rules and regulations and inspections and stuff that but we have to go through. But usually they're local. They're, that they're has, local though. Le- le- federal. No, all they're federal too. That, that have drastically changed the way it is to run a business. I cannot even, uh, I tried to cut three feet off my bar in the underground and I ran right up against the federal handicap rule. I mean, it's fucking crazy. And and after fifteen, twenty thousand dollars, I find out that you, you can't do it. I had we had people come in and tell us we said bathrooms are all this way. They came and said, no, you have to switch them all to be the other way because men and women can't share the same sink. 
Spend 10, 15 minutes. Okay, we got to switch. The, now they come in and say, you're not allowed to tell men and women which bathroom <laughs> they can use. <laughs> I mean, the, the, and, and, and that's, yeah, because, because of the new transgender thing. And I support the transgender thing, but previously it shouldn't have been an issue that men and women use the same sink. I mean, it's crazy. They come in, they, they come in. And, well, can I just say, uh, no, nothing, yeah. uh, no offense, yeah. but I don't think that you can complain about regulations and government oversight with that fucking bathroom downstairs. Am I right, Modi? Well, <laughs> <laughs> Do you know why we can't change? It's interesting, you know, this is the law of untended con- 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 that bathroom will oh, that bathroom will be there 100 years from now. You know, you know why? why? We're not allowed to renovate it. Because if we renovate it, we have to make it big enough for handicap access. There is no room for handicap access down there without costing us, you know, uh, 10, 15 seats. So what I, maybe that's I, costing a, a number of right. seats, which we, we, we're not going to do. So this well-intended law yeah, some people come make fun of the bathroom all they want. That's regulation. That's right. Re- that's re- and and maybe if we could renovate it, that we'd be spending money and maybe contract get money. We we got held up. You know the story. We got held up for three months. Oh my god! Yeah. In a, the, we the tried. We expanded a kitchen by this much. It took us six months through all the bureaucratic red tape. We had to get approval from the landmark commission to to move our stove around. I mean the, the so it's like you guys don't have any fucking idea the landmark what, commission? Yeah. The, why, why this building is a The building is landmark. Oh, yeah, know. but you wouldn't think the landmark commission cares what I do in my kitchen. Oh no, they care. So they care. And you're going to have to wait until they're good and ready. So so you have no idea no, what these regulations but that goes do. On. I mean I remember my uh, my house one time in that head in Pearl River, I tore the garage down and I bought this big shed with like the windows, nice thing. And then I had my friend come and like, uh, you know, make like a driveway there. And the guy comes, the guys drive around, like in town, they drive around looking and see people doing work that isn't like approved. He yeah. shows yeah, up, he's, every, like, yeah, he's but, like, what's what's going on here? You can't do this. Yeah, I'm like, that's right. Like, eh. John Stewart came in, was complaining about all the, trying to get his, can't run his farm without the government bothering him. You, you hear it all the time. Uh, it, it's, 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 um, well, we it, can go it's to Somalia system. No government oversight. Listen, George McGovern wrote a column. I should send it to you. He wrote a column in the Wall Street Journal in, in the late 90s, I think. We talked about he, no better liberal than George McGovern. He talked about after he left office, he went to open a bed and breakfast in Connecticut. I think it's in Connecticut. And, uh, That's and it, yeah. And, <laughs> so and, and, and it went broke. And he wrote a column essentially saying, if I had known then what I know now, I would not have voted for all those things I voted for. He says he had no idea what it meant to run a business and, and to comply with all the rules. He says sometimes when somebody trips and falls, they just tripped and fell. Yeah. <laughs> so when even a guy like George McGovern, you know, sees it differently, you know, this is a guy that he, he, he has some credibility, you know? I'm, so that is the argument for a businessman. That's okay, the but yeah. it's, I mean, I look, yeah. I mean, to, to go back to like, Slightly bigger picture. Yeah, I can't uh, believe we, we, we were two minutes ago. We, we got to talk about the, we got to talk about the shithole before we leave. No, yeah. Understood. But I mean, but, uh, speaking of our bathrooms, no, totally. But, uh, <laughs> but when he's talking about regulation, you're talking about the the wholesale, uh, you know, environmental regulation, water, water, health, environment, you know. Child labor laws, all sorts of rollbacks, and, when, and I wish my kid would go to work. No, no, no. But I'm saying when 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 Trump talks about relieving industry of regulation, he's not talking about you and your bathroom. He's talking about you know. Really We're talking about relig- that and more. He's talking yeah, about that and more. Okay, but the point is, the game, the the claim is that this is stifling innovation and growth, and that if I relieve all these regulations, 
you know, the economy will boom and it'll be to the benefit of everyone. And that's that's just not I don't I don't believe that. Well, and we'll I think, see. Well, we'll see. But the point is, the, the evidence they use are these things like, you know, per capita income is growing. That's the meaning meaningless. I mean, if you have zero and I have 10 per capita income is five. Yeah. Now, if you have zero <laughs> and I have 20 per capita income is 10. But you're no better off than you were before. There's all these lies about how you measure economic progress and welfare yeah, that I can, are routinely I, pervade by these people. And the other claim is that, you know, there'll be this trickle-down miracle where a rising tide will lift all boats. And that's not – I don't think that's going to happen and hasn't happened. And even in Reagan, who they always go back to, there was a huge increase in inequality. I mean, the United States is one of the most unequal places in the world. So the regulation argument is part of this lo- bigger piece of economic mythology that's self-serving, and I don't think it should be confused with sort of I, I, the low-level burden. It's so funny. Right. I, I, I think you're wrong about they that. I think you're right that some of these – I started by saying that some of these regulations, maybe we should keep them, that we're going to have consequences, like, some in, of them are like probably, the environmental. You know, some of them are probably a pain in the neck. Fine. But I don't think that's the real issue. But what he said – The big issue is this other thing. They always use that excuse when they want to cut taxes for the wealthy, like rising tide lifts all boats. But when they want to raise minimum wage, they never use that argument. Right. You know, right. well, how come it doesn't work on the other end? Hey, if you, right. if you make a uh, higher more minimum wage, stimulates demand. There's yeah. more output, more, more money. companies. Uh, that actually makes right, sense. Exactly. Well, the minimum. Even Hillary Clinton said the minimum wage increases unemployment. Uh, uh, that she, turns out to be bullshit. Well, just look what uh, happened in she, Seattle. She, you remember That's, that debate where she she had she. It's all silly. These are complicated systems, right? I mean, if I may, as yeah. a modeler, it's not that one thing alone changes the system as a whole. There's a complex of changes required to engineer a you know large scale redistribution of income or a real increase in jobs or all these other things. Look, I mean, it's just not that simple for Hillary Clinton or anybody else. It's but not it's a redistribution of uh, of wealth. No, uh, first of all, from first the of, first working of, class I, to the ruling class. Professor Epstein yeah, is that correct. Is, that is. Yeah. Professor no, Epstein is correct. No, no. You are incorrect. What's that? <laughs> Professor Epstein is correct. You are incorrect because the one who's being simplistic here is not. The professor, Josh, please, Josh, not Josh, <laughs> not Josh, nor I, professor Epps. not Josh, nor I. The one being simplistic is is you because you don't under, yeah. because you will not. Hey, I owned a business. I ran a business. I'm, I have a corporation. I'm going to tell you so, what, what because the minimum wage is a complicated issue. It's great. Oh, listen, but I, tax cuts for the wealthy aren't a complicated uh, issue. One issue at a time. Of course, right. of course, of course, of course, the tax cuts are a complicated issue. Uh, the the there are certain businesses. Fifty percent of restaurants go broke, right? We know that. Like, right. um, you don't think raising their mandatory payroll will call, cause more? Obviously, that means a certain number of just barely making it as it is. So Wait obviously, you, you restaurants re- don't pay minimum wage; they pay waiters and waitresses whatever dollar forty, whatever the no, it's right. pretty high now. They, ra- they, ra- they raise them like eight yeah. or nine dollars. They raise the minimum wage for all tips employees. Like, it's ridiculous because they're making a fortune in tips. I have waitresses making fifteen hundred dollars a week. Really? Literally, yeah. Who, who don't? Am I doing who, comedy? Who, who are getting? Who, who got everything <laughs> open on the floor? Forget they make <laughs> they make a fortune, and and they got a raise from uh, the government for their minimum wage. Now, but uh, restaurants hire a lot of other people. That minute, we don't have any minimum wage employees. Just for the record, we don't have any minimum wage employees. But the guy across the street is struggling. He's going to pay minimum wage, and if you raise it. At some point, you're going to break his back. And it's worse now because just like there's a lot of oil and shale that was sitting there and nobody could get it out until the cost went up high enough. There's a lot of labor in automation, which is going to start to come online and already has started to come online as you raise the price of labor. So these are complicated questions and you can't put your head in sand about, I don't know the answers, but I know that if you raise minimum wage to $20, 
you might fuck things up if you ra- if well, you raise it to a hundred dollars, you're gonna fuck up the economy. But I mean, the minimum wage now term, is right, but you maybe have a hundred dollars more. People, there's more demand, more no, demand. Well, there won't be a job. No one, can, no one can pay the hundred dollars. Well, but you will. But you are simplicity because you will always assume that the candidate who is picking the largest number is the one you agree with. No, no. That, yes. No, yes. no. What, I'm, what saying I'm saying is, is that you have a government, you have a, a Republican party. You get my point, right? Want to raise if Sanders won 16 and Hillary won 15, Sanders is right. But maybe Hillary's actually being a little more responsible by checking with economists, doing research, adding the numbers up, trying to, you know, say not yeah, not throw no, the baby out with so the bathwater. Not so much. All right. No. Really? Paying somebody he's 15, hard left. Wait, All right. Paying somebody no, sixteen dollars an hour. Like, he's what is right. that? That's like a lot of money. It's like six hundred dollars a week. What, what are you talking about? I don't it, get it. Then why? Do oh the, my God! You're paying fifteen. Then why do businesses destroy go, the country? Why do the restaurants go out of business? Well, I mean, they didn't have another six hundred. Wait, most businesses go out of business. That right. doesn't mean why, anything. Well, you you can't say it both ways. The most, <laughs> it's, impo- it's it's hard for. It's most, not because of labor. It's because people don't know what the fuck they're doing. Like you don't just start a business. Oh my God, Tony. No. We have a we have a professor. <laughs> you're saying it's because, you're yeah. saying it's because <laughs> wait a second. A lady, you're saying a because lady. people want to like, work, <laughs> earn a living. Like that's destroying businesses. Paying somebody. Yeah, I guess that uh, is what I'm like, saying. If you want to, like, <laughs> what you're saying is, like, these businesses can't survive. if They're gonna pay a living wage. Well then, fuck them. I mean, really. So we have to have like well, you uh, like, saying like a slavery, so you can have a business. You're, you were also saying everybody can be more efficient. They pay a higher wage and be more efficient. Yeah, yeah. be more efficient. Like cut other costs, yeah, so you can pay I, a higher well, wage. I, I, so I, you can I, pay somebody. I, some, people, some people, I guess, can't be more. Six hundred dollars a week. <laughs> I mean, what is that? That's thirty thousand dollars a year. It's nothing. All right. like some it. people don't do that. Tony, you're, you're wrong. Well, you're you're wrong about, about this. No, you're talking. You're saying that paying someone fifteen dollars an hour, paying someone six hundred dollars a week for forty hour work week. Uh, is going to kill business. Like, well, I, I, I didn't, you were putting numbers in my mouth. I don't know what's going to kill business, what's not going to kill business. What I'm saying is that the relationship between a living wage and what the market will bear in terms of costs is nothing. And, and, what? But, hold on. And there's other alternatives. There are other alternatives to keeping people's head above water. And I bet you the professor will agree with me, which is that you can write a check from the treasury to supplement people who are not making ends meet. It doesn't have to come out of the hide of one particular, you know, guy who's a falafel stand who's struggling. Maybe, maybe he should pay oh. whatever the minimum wage oh, so is. I and, pay, so I should pay for his employee. I should supplement the income. You're going to pay for it at higher employee. prices anyway. But yet, well, yes, no, so, I won't. So, so, only if I buy from his falafel Why should he stands? pay for his employee? Because it's his business. And what if, so it goes out of business, and then what does the employee do? Then you they'll really, work, they'll then work you for really somebody knows how to run a fucking falafel stand. All right, all right. You, listen, <laughs> listen. You, you know what? You know, you know what? You know, can I be honest? What I'm thinking? What? That this is the guy who thinks people are stupid. Like the stuff you're saying is so utterly naive. No, well, that, you're, let me tell you something, Tony. It's in, not naive. You you're run saying, a business for two months, and I will try to play you a tape recording. You say, please don't play that for me. I don't. I don't want to. I, I own the business. I don't want. I, I don't want to ever know. I ever said those stupid things. I owned a business for, for three years. So <laughs> what I, kind I, of business? I owned a, a car service, and we had ten cars. And, okay, but this is this is like in the early '80s. You know, and I Things ran somebody changed. else's business when I left that. I ran a limousine company, but but the point of it is, yeah. is that you're saying that. These businesses can only survive if they can pay employees a wage that their employees can't live on. Some, some. Well, then those businesses. Well, what do you mean? What do you mean live on? I mean, when? I don't know, I when, when, eat, when? Live when, indoors. That when kind of stuff. was the minimum? Have was the minimum wage ever a, a, a living wage? Well, as you're I, defining it. Well, I will tell you this: when I was a, a teenager, I lived on my own. I worked at Pizza Hut. Uh-huh. I had a car and an apartment. But you, but you were making tips. No, I, I wasn't making tips. No, I was working for a low salary. I was like 17 years old, making like $3 an hour. But it, 
I could work for minimum wage and you, have you, an apartment. And I don't know. Rem- it was a '64 Comet. I, but I, could, I don't. I, I don't ever remember myself. a time when somebody could earn minimum did wage you, and have a car and apartment. Did you well, date anybody? In the '70s. What? Did you date anybody at that time? <laughs> well, I had a lot of girls. <laughs> <laughs> Three dollars an hour. Right. You're probably just staying Listen, home the whole time. <laughs> Paris Hilton. Well, and, and, and then, well, and, gas and then was of course, like 75 course, cents a gallon. And what is the elephant issue in the room that you that we're not talking about? What? What is the elephant in the room of? It's an issue that we're not talking about. Oh, which the shithole country. A low wage immigration, which even Paul Krugman has said keeps wages down. Of course. Right. So maybe you want to raise wages. Maybe the, it's not to lash out of business. Maybe just say, maybe we shouldn't be left. Maybe we shouldn't having millions and millions of immigrants here who, who were driving the pro, the cost of labor down. And who's well, how gonna, about this? And who's going to work in the a chain is, that is, a only, fair, is that a fair well, thing to well, say? How, about this? how about we just have a philosophy? That and I don't know the answer to that one that either. That a chain is only something as strong about. as its weakest link. And why don't we just have that wait, as wait, philosophy Wait, wait, I'm not sure about that. <laughs> I, I don't know who, which comedian that said... Uh, who's the weakest link here? You know, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't remember. There's a comedian. I know who it's not. Comedian said, I want to wear Nikes, not make them. Uh, you know, so uh, you're not gonna you're not gonna have American work in factories and stuff like. Really, that. when I was a kid, make- they worked in factories. My, my fucking kid, my yeah, twenty my twenty three year old, who won't get off the couch. You probably believe me. He'll you, for the, fun. When the wages go up, I believe that we're not nearly full employment. I think when wages go up, uh, you'll see a lot of people going to work. That's what I think. I have a question. When I was a kid, everybody worked was was like regular American people. I'm, uh, listen, I don't want the American labor. I've told you this. Yeah. I only want immigrant labor. It's but twice as good. You need the immigrants sure. to have their own unions. Or, or, no, we don't say union in this word, in this house. But <laughs> I, I, international. But, but, but I am making a point. We've been talking about that for years. But right? I am making the point that, biz, that the immigrants are benefiting business. And they're here for the businesses. Of course. And now they're here because they can become Democratic voters. They're not here. <laughs> they're here because well, for why, businesses. Why, why, why so are. why would the party that's anti-business be the one championing the immigrants? Because they they want the voters, and I mean, unless you're not going to, unless all of a sudden you're going to think politics is not cynical. And what I'm saying is that maybe if you want to champion workers. You should. There's a, there's some conflict with immigration. Maybe there well, is. But then go after the people that are bringing in these people. Maybe, not maybe for you the can't have it both ways. By, Why? By championing every open border policy there is and then complaining about wages being low. Maybe maybe in the real world that actually doesn't work out. No, what I'm saying, instead of going after immigrants, going after the people that are, are enticing them to come here. They're not coming here for the weather. They're coming here for jobs. Yeah. So, so don't have, go after the immigrants. So you're for go e- after the people that are giving them the jobs. E-verify. You're for E-verify because the Democrats are going to be opposing. Well, I mean, there's a lot more to it than E-verify. No, no, there's not much more to it than because that. Because people, they don't put employers in jail. They don't break up employers' families. They don't arrest employers. They just pick up the workers. All right, so that's your, that's your four. They, your, they, no, they, 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 there's they, a that, fine. That guy, the Boschkamai, they arrested him. So, so you're so, for E-verify or against it? Well, I don't think it works actually. So you're f- so if, they, if, they, and, they, and if it doesn't, you don't think it. Why? Why don't you think it works? What the hell do you know about it? You don't think it works? Well, because <laughs> what they're doing now is no, because people have you know people have people have driver's licenses and 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 legal status, Listen, but it's their cousin or their for uncle. Ye- and yeah, you know. for years, for years we would have employees come in and they present a social security number, mm-hmm. and we had no way of knowing whether they were legal or not, and often they would turn out not to be legal. Yeah. We, or we get a notice from the, from the IRS that this is a bad social security number, you know, and and, we, and, and there was no real consequences, whatever it is. And these were, or they get married. Good people, you know, people who still work for me now and who've, who've gotten married illegal. Um, but E-Verify would have prevented that. There'd be a biometric, you know, I don't, I don't know how it works, but I guess they're serious about it. And 
<laughs> I would not have been able to to hire them easily. Well, and that would have changed things. And you and I I wouldn't have been for it. But the question is, you bleeding heart for the working man? Are you for? It? I am a bleeding heart working. I'm a bleeding heart working man, yeah. union person. I grew up yeah. in a well, union. Well, unions household. are probably for it. Unions don't like the the, the the cheap labor. Unions are done. Unions are done in this country. I don't even know why. I've I've told this story, but you uh, before I might find it interesting that we were doing some work on our house. I originally called for an estimate from I live in Westchester, and I called this like contractor who, when I was a kid, his kid would have been in school with me, probably would have been making like $150,000 a year, like an upper middle class contractor guy. And he came and gave me an estimate on the house. And then Jose came and gave us an estimate on the house to do the work. It was like 40 or 50% of the estimate. Now, I don't know Jose's workers, whatever, but you know, I I can only imagine. And I guess I'm not proud of it. We did it with Jose. And he did a fantastic job, but it was, it did stay with me that, that you know, what is this other guy going to do? His life has changed. There was a time when he could give that working wage estimate and he would get the gig and no one could undercut him. Now you have a bunch of these talented, hardworking guys from Central America or Mexico, and they will come and do the work every bit as well as he will for no money. How are you going to compete? You can't have it both ways. I don't understand your point. What's your point? My point is that that if they didn't have the immigrants here, then this guy who has a home and a kid and and all this stuff would still be able to maintain his standard of living that he had in the 70s and 80s. I'm saying when you have people who come in living three and four in an apartment or whatever it is and will do the work for nothing, they'll do the same work that he would get $30 an hour for. They'll do it for $7 an hour or 10 and be happy. But the guy you hired, was he illegal? You don't know that. I don't don't know. How do do I know? You verify every one of the guys he put in. How do I know if he's legal? He had a business. He comes, he gives you a a, a thing. What am I going to, am I going to call the FBI to check on the guy? I hired guys put on a roof one time and <laughs> he may, I, I he, came home and uh, during the lunch break, they were sitting in the trees eating my apples. I'm like, eh, they probably weren't born in this and, country. And, and by the way, I'm getting a little obsessed. And by the way, follow it through. I'm sure his employees are not getting workman's compensation. Assuming, presuming that he's not legal. I don't know the reality. There's no right. way as a consumer to know Right. What the hell is going on? And that's why the you guy, need government oversight. The guy, you can't have oversight over uh, over illegal oh, immigrants. Why not? Because <laughs> they're illegal. <laughs> yeah, but then you can say you're illegal. You can't. Uh, there was a supply and demand. Okay, oh, the shithole thing. For or against? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes or no? <laughs> <laughs> well, in Fox News. Let's start. Let's start in order of no. not shithole countries. Go ahead. What do you mean? <laughs> 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 no, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm half Norwegian. <laughs> what you? What did you think? You come. You come. You must have felt uh, sympathy for that kind of. Language. Of course, you know you can't. You can't. You know. I, I think it, it makes sense what he says. If Whoa! He, if he took to, if he took the shithole part out. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? And just said, what's what? left when you take? Yeah, really. That's what I'm saying. Let He's him just say. not taking people. Let him say. Let him. No, say. he's saying that we. You know, at some point, we need uh, to. You know have um, immigrants that uh, contribute to the country you know uh, and I th- I think not not everybody because you know uh, I think his definition of contribute to the country is different than than us you know because he only wants doctors and stuff like that but you need all the only all- wants white people from that statement we all do <laughs> no 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 I'm joking but yeah obviously it's very offensive are you white you know? no yeah actually what yeah in the application I say I'm white. <laughs> 
<laughs> application to what? That's, that's the only time you're not supposed I to say your wife. That's application to Al-Qaeda, that's for sure. And I always get, I always, I always get accepted. <laughs> I always get accepted. And then when I go there, there's like, oh, there must be a mistake. My kids are getting affirmative action all day. My, my children are, my wife is half Indian, uh, Southeast, uh, you know, South Asia, and uh, half Puerto Rican. Harvard, here we come. Let me tell you. That. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, so go ahead. I'm going to read you something, but go ahead. Yeah. I, so I think, I think it's, uh, it's, you know, one thing oh, people, you know, voted for Trump because he is a regular guy, you know? How is he a regular guy? How, he talks the way guy. we, the, the, he talks the way we talk. You know, what, what, what you but he's like, way he talk the way like, you talk. He talks like a you racist. Talk nice. This is a great conversation. Nice. But, I tell you a lot of big words. The best yeah, 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 words. He's the middle of America. I gotta, I gotta go. I gotta go. I gotta go. I gotta go. Okay. Oh no, this is my stupid phone. Stop it. I'm gonna leave you with this, and you guys can finish without me. Because I gotta go to this shooting. This is this is um shooting. Can I come? This is an important. I gotta go to shooting. I gotta go bombing. I gotta go watch Tony bomb. You got me excited for a minute. Now you psyched me out. This is a famous liberal author. Uh, liberals must take seriously Americans yearning for social cohesion to promote bath ma- to promote both mass immigration and greater economic redistribution. They must convince more native born white Americans that immigrants will not weaken the bonds of national identity. This means dusting off a concept many on the left currently hate assimilation. Who does that sound like? No, uh, all right. that's what I'm saying for years. This is Peter Beinart. You know, Peter Beinart This is a, a left wing guy promoting assimilation need not mean expecting immigrants to abandon their culture, but it does mean breaking down the barriers that segregate them from native born. And it means celebrating America's diversity less and unity more gets worse. What's more studies by Harvard political science. Uh, uh, <laughs> Suggests that greater diversity makes Americans less charitable and less willing to redistribute wealth. People tend to be less generous when large segments of society don't look or talk like them. Surprisingly, Putnam's research suggests that greater diversity doesn't reduce trust and cooperation just among people of different races or ethnicities. It also reduces trust and cooperation among people of the same race and ethnicity. And it goes on. My only point being the world as we'd like it to be is not necessarily the world as it is, and, and so what's your comment on shithole countries? No, I so so I, well, I, th- I think it's outrageous. It's horrible what he said. Yeah, of course. but mostly horrible because it shows to me that the president is just has no filter, is uh, un, unhinged, unfit. Yeah, yeah, but but he but, did say it in closed doors though, and and he said it to the head of the Senate opposition. I mean, it's it's so. It it says something much bigger to me about the guy and his and his grasp of. Reality, a, a reality, and his own interests than just the thing. I don't, I don't necessarily, I don't really feel it's racist, but I can understand that's a tough, that's a tough thing. It, it's culturally, there's a cultural arrogance to it. Mm. Um, but I, I, you, you can't defend it. But I do think that the the issue that he's trying to get at is in terms of, you know, why, as I've said many times, if they wanted to bring in. Right, I think 30 percent of the immigrants that have come in in the last whatever have been Mexican, right? It's like millions and millions of Mexicans, okay. something like that. What if that had been Hasids? Like, like 
the Mexicans may be fine. If they had brought in like 20 million Hasids, that would be like the beginning of the end of, it would be a disaster for America. So, so nobody's going to tell me that it doesn't matter where anybody, culture does matter. If we bring in 50 million Japanese or 50 million Mexican or 50 million Hasids and then view America a hundred years from now, we're going to change the direction of which way well, we're going. Well, it's always changed. It's always changed, not always for the better. And it's, it's perfectly, so, so we do have a right to, to control our own rudder as Americans and decide which direction we want to go in. And I don't think that's racism. Do I think that he's right that, that there's anything wrong with Haitians? No, as far as I know, the Haitians that work for me, they're fantastic. But I do think that if, if you have like National Christmas tree, when I was a kid, like we were Jewish and my father loved America, but he's like, you always say it's a Christian country. It's something, you know, it's not a Christian country. They would I always, people say, they would always say that. The notion that that we would ever challenge like the national Christmas tree, like no, like you know, we're yeah. we're great as Jews here. We don't need to challenge the very base. But imagine you have a country which is ten percent this, ten percent that, ten percent that, ten percent that, and and there's no like clear essence or identity to the country. You're right. In that's my, where we are now. In my, no, it's getting. In my opinion, you're going to have a disaster because that's human nature. When it's like eighty twenty or somebody like that, that kind of works. When you have no clear. You know, no, no clear identity. But we do have a clear then the four, then the forty five percent will say fuck you to the fifty five percent national Christmas tree, and and, and it's just, it, listen, it doesn't work in Canada where the white people speak different languages. It doesn't work in Lebanon, Yugoslavia. There's no example of I think a multicultural see working. Andrew well, Andrew Sullivan wrote this week how in the Dominican Republic the white people and the black people can't get along. Wait a second. That's my the, that's my the I feel. United States. That that's the whole point of the United States. It's the only place where it exactly. does work. It can be multicultural. It can be multicultural point. if we assimilate. If we value assimilation, it can work. If we encourage people to celebrate their differences and their differences to define you. Not only that, if you're Asian, you need this score to get into Harvard. If you're white, you need this score. If you need oh, those that's men, bullshit. That's bullshit. That's the way that's that's the world we live in. That's colleges, the way we live in. Colleges have a very funky way of picking who they want. Yeah, it's very, with the it's best very funky. And it's based they on. Wanna have, they want to have a certain. They, they wanna don't want to. Have, they don't want to have too many kids, Asians. They kids, don't want to so. have too many Asians. No, we know well, this. they don't want to have ninety percent Asians. Why not? They're Americans, aren't they? Oh, why the fuck? Why can't it be ninety percent Asians? Okay, let me ask you this: If Harvard only accepted three percent Jews, would you would you would you be happy with that? Like well, the old, what would I care? As like long as the I know. Old the, days. Why would I care, Tony? I'm being very serious. Well, you well, I care about the Asians. I only care that they that they they're accepting it on on a merit based system. It's never been a merit. But college acceptance then, is an a merit based system. Well, they I take some people with a, the, like geniuses, high scores, and they think no. Oh, I'm saying that if you told me have a whole, if you, you told know, me they only accepted three percent Jews because they didn't want Jews, I'd be no, offended. No, because they said three percent of the population that, is Jews, so we're going to accept. 3% no, they Jews. shouldn't do that either. You should accept. Well, but that's what you're saying with no, Asians. That's the, not the Asian population has gone up. I'm saying nobody should fucking. They shouldn't ask, nor should they know where yeah. these people's parents came from. Right. They should yeah. apply. And if they have a good essay and a good scores and good recommendations, they should be admitted right. because you're tearing apart the social fabric. That's how college, college doesn't work like that. It should. Like, it should. Well, maybe it should, well, then, but that's not how college well, can, work. Can I hire, schools, can I hire that? Want, work? Can nothing I, works like can that. Can I hire that way? Can it, can yes, it, you do can, hire that way. Really? Can when a you judge, hire a waitress? Can it, like, let me see your experience. I want to hire the best waitress. No, but not too many. I don't want too many Asians. I don't want too many Asian waitresses. Come on. Or how about a judge? Maybe a judge should uh, also, like you get affirmative action in law school, maybe you should get, uh, maybe you should get some extra points when the judge is deciding your case based on your DNA. Maybe maybe if you have well, this. Well, that, that, that already happens. Whatever. You can make the arguments, but there's a bigger point, which is that 
we have to be, I think we have, we have to turn the, turn around and try to become one America and we're, we're moving in the opposite direction. It's going to be our undoing. I think, I think it's the most important issue there well, is. If we all agree so to, to the extent, by the constitution, to the extent that Trump is tangentially in his own dumb Trump way, kind of bring that issue up. I agree with the issue, but I can't defend what he said. It's, it's horrible. It's disgusting. That's what I'm saying. If it yeah. take the, you know, well, what bothered me most about it was that he was saying, <laughs> why well, can't we get more people from Norway? I'm like, how fucking stupid! But, but they said they said like, people they, from Norway don't want to come to a shithole country. They, they have they, a great country. They, they have said like the highest standard of living in the world. Why would they want to come here? They said the white. only the only reason he said Norway because the president was there the day before and he couldn't remember anything <laughs> yeah, else. That, Who was there? See, see what is that, that, that's because <laughs> right, the president of Norway was there. Not, right. But but see that that is such a believable like people people give Trump too much credit in a way like this was some right. grand yeah. racist thing. It was really the the, the, the last was, person he spoke like, to was from Norway. Yeah, you know? we need somebody from oh Norway. <laughs> I spoke to him yesterday. I, I really think that's that's accurate with Trump. I, I, I you got to roll. Yeah. I go. So yeah, uh, Josh, what about you? What do you think of the shithole? Uh, uh, come on, it's a disgrace. It's indecent, like everything else. Yeah. Okay. So my last question for you for the modeling thing. Yeah. Do you do you use race as a um, factor? Not typically. No. So it, it's not different, like when you when you when you do in a model. Of a, I mean, we haven't had occasion to distinguish people along those lines in the, any of the work we've done. Okay. Can I ask you a question? Shoot. Did you ever do a model? You probably wouldn't have thought of it until like the last year. But did you ever do a model about the Civil War? Like a second Civil War? Not in the <laughs> No, I'm, I'm, that's not a joke. I mean, that's not a joke. I've done I mean, a lot of modeling on Civil Wars. I mean, if, the, if our economy collapsed, like, like the Depression, like, you know, you could have a Civil War yeah, easily. I think, I think you could have violence here, sure. I mean, but you have a lot of people. you got to remember, you know, the... the the gun, the way the way people are buying guns in the last ten years, and w one thing I learned, which really shocks me, is that even though gun uh, 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 purchases have exploded in the last ten years, the amount of gun owners has gone down. Which, yeah, the armament per person has gone up. Yeah, yeah. but the people that are buying guns right, are just right. buying a lot more guns. So I mean, did you, did you, you never did a thing about like not about that. We did a lot of I've done a lot of work on on civil violence, civil wars, rebellions, grievance, illegitimacy, all of that stuff, and have uh, cool mo movies of it. And you know, the, oh, the right. neat, neat thing about this type of modeling is it all takes place on landscapes you can visualize on a computer. That's right. We can. Stuff. Uh, if you had, you if you had visual, yeah, we, we could pull do some of that. Like. Uh, is there a YouTube page or something? Or? The coolest thing to look at would actually be the the the, the global epidemic thing. Okay. Just look at. Uh, I, I, that's no, no, I no, travel okay. for a living, yeah, so yeah, yeah. I, I'm really <laughs> global, so fucking global scale agent model. I think about that Steven Soderbergh movie like every other day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was uh, what was it but called? Uh, Contagion. Contagion. Yeah, it's just like this no. Uh, global scale agent model. There you go. There it is. That's our model. Eight, All right. Is six, it playing? Is it coming through? Yeah, it's coming through. Okay, cool. So here's a here's a model one, we did for NIH. Oh wow, that's great. It's a model we did for NIH on uh, pandemic influenza. And in this in this map of the planet, you have six and a half billion individual agents. Uh, if you want to start it again, it'd be better. Oh, okay. Sorry. Because I'll tell you the coloring scheme. The scheme is black pixels are healthy. Red pixels are sick, are and and blue uh, blue pixels have recovered or died because we really cared about incidents, not actual actual death. In are there, this case. Are there, I, I, okay, the blue pixels are the little ones, like on the on the. You'll see on the on the far right. It begins in Asia, and the epidemic moves no, on. And they Asia. become they become <laughs> blue. Yeah, right. <laughs> 
So, you know, one of the, so the type of question you get, the type of question we got is, you know, if, if you have something like bird flu, a lot of, I mean, and I should say just for the heck of it, we're, we're, we're broadcasting on the hundredth anniversary of uh, the Spanish flu, the Spanish influenza that that killed uh, 50 to a hundred million people, depending on how you do the arithmetic. Wow. And you know. And what was the population of the earth? Oh God, I don't know, but it was way lower. So as a percent of the population, it was completely devastating. And you know, today you have much higher density. Uh, population in places like New York and LA and Tokyo and everywhere in Mexico city. Mm -hmm. So the conditions for spread are good and you have international travel. So something like SARS was on, I think four continents in within 24 hours or something. I mean, things really get around better than the 1918 flu. Anyway. So one of the questions we were asked, I was working on an NIH project at the time was, you know, if bird flu jumps to humans, we don't have a vaccine. All we have is antiviral drugs. Should we, A, send the whole stockpile to Asia and try to crush the thing there, mm-hmm. or B, withhold the whole thing for Americans in case it goes global? Oh, that's interesting. So that's, that's a tough, a, call. That's a tough the, call. What was the— Well, uh, because you're modelers, you always say it depends, right? You always say it depends. <laughs> but it does depend on when you detect the thing's emergence as a human what was your pathogen. Conclusion? That if you could pick it up within three weeks of its emergence, then send the whole stockpile and crush it. Otherwise, withhold it. The trouble is those surveillance systems in the underdeveloped countries are so poor, you really Mm. can't make a good estimate of when the thing really takes off. So, you know, so so it's very hard to to make that. That can work with weapons, too, like like nuclear weapons and stuff like that. What would be? Well, what what would they be tracking? The use of nuclear weapons, the idea of nuclear weapons. Know how to like they had the thing that happened in Hawaii, you know today, you know so. Uh, oh my friends! Oh the and, missile scare. My friends in Hawaii. Oh. Yeah, I'm not sure they're morning. not sure that's. T- he woke up this morning and he. <laughs> oh wait, <laughs> wait a second. Where is it? Yeah. Uh, he woke up this morning. This is what he saw on his phone when he woke up. Yeah, it's it's crazy, and 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 they said it's, it's just, it's just unbelievable. imagine waking up to that. And they said from yeah, I saw it. What's this, what was the headline? What was the said, head? No, he got a, this alert. Can you read it? Read it. Read it. Read it out. Read it. Emergency alert. It says oh, yeah, yeah, ballistic yeah. missile threat inbound to Hawaii. <laughs> Seek immediate shelter. This is not a drone. Oh my god! Imagine <laughs> <laughs> waking up to that. <laughs> I'm sure. Guy. I'm sure that he. Well, did after it, all this, stuff he didn't about, push the snooze button on that one. <laughs> well, the other thing is, after all this saber rattling with North Korea, they mm-hmm. demonstrated they had the range to attack. Yeah, you know, and, but that's uh, a th- that's the crazy a, thing. They very said credible alert. They said know? it's from from launch to impact twenty minutes. It's crazy. But, what but would you do thing, in twenty minutes? But, but here's also, I mean, Trump with his ridiculous tweets. I mean, you know, now people are actually debating in the international community who's crazier, Kim Jong Un or Trump. Which that that's a fucking new thing <laughs> you know the american president yeah. compared to the yeah. but yeah. the thing is could his uh, like one and a half craziness now? lead to a, a, a war in the korean peninsula i mean how how catastrophic would that be just two idiots just yeah, keep very catastrophic it. It certainly could yeah, terribly, really catastrophic for south korea all right, so Japan uh, and Japan, all those countries, and Trump no, would still be in office probably. After that too. It's very scary. Yeah. yeah. Do you have any qu- any more questions? We're gonna have to kind of end oh, okay. wrap up. Yeah. We're good. Okay. All right. Uh, all right. So, uh, Josh, would nice you like to? Thanks. thanks. Would you like to leave your pleasure? Pleasure. If uh, somebody want to follow you on Twitter or your contact, and uh, you... just I don't even I, no just uh, 
I have an email at NYU. It's my, the way people reach me if they want to talk about stuff. It's just je65 at mm-hmm. nyu.edu. Okay. And any upcoming projects? or? Uh... No, just, uh, you know, we do lots of lectures and talks and other stuff. So I'll just keep you guys posted. And... Nice. Great. Cool. Tony? What, Tony Darrow at Twitter. You won't follow me. Nobody follows me. <laughs> Nobody likes my tweets. Oh. <laughs> I just was, get angry was, Trump voters attacking he's, he's me. He's one of the <laughs> most hilarious people on Twitter, I swear to God. And R2Depot. Yep. And, <laughs> and Modi Live. Modi took off too. What's yeah, he had a spot. Excuse. Yeah, and um, uh, China Collaborator. No, no, he's following Noam because he wants to get on that. Oh, oh shoot. Yeah. Oh, is that what it is? Smart guy. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> uh, and of course, you can email us at... Uh, live from America podcast, no, live from America at comedyseller.com or live from America podcast.com. Thank you very much. Good night. We love you. you. Thank <laughs> you. Pleasure to be here. Good night. Oh, man. You were listening to Live from America podcast. To contact us, please go to www.livefromamericapodcast.com. Brought to you by the Comedy Seller and Rethink Production. 